Jeremiah 3.15, And I will give you pastors according to mine heart, which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. Welcome to the podcast of the Kadesh Family Church, Newark Branch, a place where Jesus resides. Our main goal and purpose is to provide the solid foundation of Bible-based teachings for our day-to-day living. Preached to you by our residing pastor, Reverend Dr. Charles Osset. We hope you are blessed by the Word of God, and may your life never be the same. Again, we are gathered together in the house of God to hear His Word. And uh, it's also a beautiful day. It's a beautiful Sunday, and it's a good day for mothers. Mothers are special. Even if you don't, even if, even if you don't act, admit it, they will make you feel that they are special. So just admit it. Amen. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Uh, but um, this week and the subsequent weeks, we will talk about honoring. I think there's a there's a there's a memory verse that I want us all to memorize, if you would, with me. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's look at this verse. It's in uh, Mark chapter 6, verse 4. Mark 6, 4. If you are ready with me. Mark chapter 6, verse 4. Let's all read it. One, two, go. Mark chapter 6, verse 4. But Jesus said unto them, A prophet is without honor, but in his own country and among his own kin and in his own house. Amen. Amen. Let's read it again. Mark chapter 6, verse 4. But Jesus said unto them, A prophet is not without honor, but in his own country and among his own kin and in his own house. Amen. Amen. Whichever way, whichever way you learn to just memorize it. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So today, um, I want to talk to us about honor. Honor is a very important thing in the Bible. And I think the earlier we get it and understand it, the more we are in line to be blessed. Amen. 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 So I'm going to talk about honor relationship. Honor. Honor. Honor as an H-O-N-O-R. Honor. Okay? Honor relationship. The importance of honoring and, and, and the blessing of honoring. And today I want to talk about honor relationship. Basically, every relationship, okay, every relationship thrives and that and that's well based on honoring. Okay. As you, I mean, as you uh, feed into a relationship with honor, the relationship develops well. But uh, let's look at the scripture. Why uh, why it's important. <clears throat> Romans chapter 13, verse 7. Romans 13, 7. Romans chapter 13, verse 7. Render therefore to all their dues, tribute to whom tribute is due, custom to whom custom is due, fear to whom fear, honor to whom honor. Amen. Amen. Let's, the, the scripture says, render therefore to all their dues. Like, render. God is asking us to render to all their dues. Tribute to whom tribute is due. It means that some people are due tribute. So we are supposed to render the tribute to them. When somebody is due a tribute, you shouldn't withhold it. Number two, some people are due custom, and we're supposed to render custom to them. And when a custom is due, you're supposed to render. Number three, fear. Some people are, uh, some people, uh, are due fear. You have to fear them or reverence them. Fear. So you have to give them that fear or that reverence. And then number four, 
Some people are due you honor, and therefore you have to honor them. So he said, so render therefore to all their dues. You see, dues means that something that is due somebody, something that's expected of you to do. And the Bible is saying that some people, some people are due tribute. You have to give the tribute. Some are due custom. You have to do the custom. Some are due fear or reverence. You have to give them the fear or the reverence. And some are due honor. You have to give them the honor. Now, who, for example, who is due tribute? A tribute is another way of saying taxes. Tribute is another way of saying taxes. It means some people are due taxes. And whether you like it or not, you have to pay the tax. I mean, uh, uh, somebody who is due taxes is Uncle Sam. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> IRS is due taxes. Uncle Sam is due taxes. So whether you agree with Uncle Sam, whether you like Uncle Sam or not, as for the tax, you have to pay because it's due him, you know? So that is, what, that, that is why they say that tax evasion is a crime. If you evade tax or if you don't pay tax, it's a crime because it is due. Somebody told me that two things are sure in America. One, everybody will die and two, everybody will pay taxes. Two things are guaranteed in America. Taxes and death. Everybody will pay taxes. Everybody will die. Mm. So also, so the, and the Bible says, and you cannot say you won't pay tax. The Bible says, due to them is due, tribute or taxes. They say another thing that you have to do is custom. Okay, it says custom to whom custom is due. And there are some people that, and, and there are some things that custom are due. You, you, you can't say I don't believe in it. It's just due. Custom is due, or I wouldn't do it. Custom to whom custom is due. For example, for example, in the area of marriage, if you want to marry somebody, I mean, if you want to marry somebody, if you want to marry somebody the right way, I mean, you can marry, you can marry in the wrong way. Mm. <laughs> mm -mm -mm. But if you want to marry, I mean, you can marry the wrong way, which is just sit in the car, go to Las Vegas, drive through, sit in your window, drive through wedding, just pa 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 pa. You have, you rent a priest, one eight hundred rent a priest. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, you just call one eight hundred rent a priest. The priest will come through. You drive through your car. You sit in your car. Drive through. You are married in Vegas. And then when you when you get out of the when you get out of the drive through and you turn around the corner, you also see another sign: drive through divorce. <laughs> <laughs> so on that same street, there's drive through marriage and drive through divorce. And I've seen it myself with my own. And I have seen it with my own eyes. So yes. you can marry the wrong way. But like, if you want to marry and marry the right way, if you want to marry the right way. Then the Bible is saying that custom to whom custom is due. And there's the right way to marry. The right way to marry has some customs, whether you like it or not. If you ask me, Reverend, so what is the right way to marry? Marriage has three parts. Honestly, marriage has three parts. There's the custom part, okay? And then there's, a, there's the legal part. And then the spiritual part. And the custom part, the custom part is important. You cannot ignore it. Because the person you're going to marry, okay, the girl you're going to marry was not planted. It wasn't like, it wasn't like a plant that was a seed that was put on the ground and it grew. Somebody gave birth to the person. There's a family that the person comes from. There are parents that the person comes from. And therefore, you are required to do what custom requires. If they say, bring 10 pieces of cloth, you can say, I don't believe in it. It's rather when Don't say, I don't believe in it. <laughs> you understand? Rather go and negotiate. Because it's custom. I mean, I don't see why you should let some... I don't see if you're a woman of your value, I don't see why you should let somebody carry you to his house. He hasn't seen your relatives, hasn't said anything to your parents. He just has taken you to his house and he just do whatever he wants to do with you freely. And you think it's okay? No, it's not okay. You are, you are worth more than that. You are not that cheap. That's right. What is that? Yeah. So there's custom. You have to tell, you have to, I mean, at least, at least where I come from, I mean, and the custom varies from country to country. 
but at least where I come from, you are going, if you are going to marry a lady, first of all, you have to go and take the, there's a custom, you have to put some things together, you have to give the mother something, you have to give the brother something, and you have to give the parents something, and you have to give the girl's brother, that's your in-law, the mm. girl's brother something. Okay? I mean, where I come from, it's called the, the brother-in-law's cutlass. Right. I don't know why they use the word cutlass. <laughs> brother-in-law's cut, cutlass. I don't know why they use the cut, word cutlass. But, um, but you, you, you have to. So it's, these are customs. You, you cannot just avoid it. So I don't see why you want to live with somebody when some, the property has not been done. And of course, there's the legal part of it also. And um, the legal part is just basically, I don't think... I don't think, uh, like somebody said, uh, I don't think when Adam and Eve got married, they went to court to sign. <laughs> I don't think they went to court to sign. Yeah. But as sin has multiplied in the world and man has become unfaithful, yeah. it is just in your own interest. I mean, we go to sign because basically it's based on the fact that you can't trust people. Hey, mm -hmm. Why? <laughs> no need. Otherwise, there'll be no need. There'll be no need to go and sign a paper. I mean, if you go and buy something, if you go and buy something from a store, the only reason why you get a receipt is that just in case something happens, you can take it back. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> so in the same way, since men have become unfaithful and men cannot be trusted, and the Bible said that, and when I say men, I'm using men gender neutral. Oh. That was both men and female. Hey. <laughs> Thank you, Rev. Rev. Thank I'm, you. I'm not saying only guys. Oh, I'm saying oh, men. Okay? Men here means gender neutral. Both male and female. Since, uh, or maybe I should we say human beings. <laughs> Since human beings cannot be trusted, you know. But the Bible said that Jesus Christ, he knew what was in man. And therefore, he did not commit himself. So human beings cannot be trusted. That is why we go and sign. Because otherwise, otherwise, what is the point in signing? What is the point in going to a court to sign a marriage certificate? It's just because we can't trust people. Because the, the, only, the, only thing that, the only thing that guarantees you a stake when the person, he or she, departs. Is that paper? That's it. Mm. <clears throat> That's it. You understand? I don't think when Adam and Eve married, they went to court to sign. <laughs> <laughs> but in this day and age, it is in your interest to go and sign, especially in America. Mm -hmm. <laughs> America! Because you'll be surprised. You know? So that's the legal aspect of it. And, of, and then, of course, the spiritual aspect of it, which is, it needs to be blessed. To me, that's very important because... It's a marriage is a very long, tortuous journey. And uh, there are a lot of unseens in on that road. And I tell you, if God has not blessed it and the God has not guided you, you, you even those who have been blessed are not seen are, are struggling. So you need a blessing of God. Amen. Amen, right? So so that's just I'm just saying that like cost uh, not about custom team custom is due. So 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 it, it's something that is due, and I just digress a little bit into marriage and fear to whom and fear to whom fear is due. Some people you need to fear them. You need to give them reverence. Mm -hmm. Not everybody, but some people you need to fear them. You need to reverence them. You understand? Yeah. Fear. Hallelujah. And then say honor to whom honor is due. You see, honor to whom honor is due. So what it means is that not everybody deserves to be honored. No, 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 no. So, so you see, there is something called honor, honor relationships. Some relationships deserve to, some relationship deserves honor, but not every relationship deserves honor. So when the Bible says honor to whom honor is due, it means not everybody deserves to be honored, but some people or some relationships deserve honor. I mean, for example, honor to whom honor is due. I mean, the, the, the Bible does not expect you to honor your brother. The Bible says honor your father and your mother, but that, the Bible doesn't expect you to honor your brother. 
So those of you older brothers who are demanding honor from younger brothers, you can't tell her I'm older than you. Preach, Reverend. Exactly. I mean, you are just we are just two, three years older than the person, and you are demanding so much honor. There's <laughs> <laughs> no, no you are not. So, I mean, you are not. You are not expected to honor your older brother. Neither are you expected to honor your older sister. No, no, no. I mean, like the person, but no, don't demand honor. Because honor is another thing, and I'll talk to you about what honor really means. You know, I mean, to honor, to honor somebody is to elevate the person to a certain level and to obey to a certain a certain level. I mean, I mean, the relationship between you and your classmates is not an honor relationship. No, 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 no. You see, that, that relationship between you and your classmates is not an honor relationship. When we meet, we laugh, we chat, but it does not mean that you have to obey whatever he says. Mm-hmm. Or you can, I mean, you can disagree to a classmate. So, look, this is what I say. I mean, I don't, I don't agree with you. Just, just buzz off. <laughs> it, it, it doesn't require I mean we are friends in fact even, even friendship relationship a friendship relationship is not an honor relationship it's a friendship relationship but it does not it does, it does not, it's not an honor relationship the Bible talks about relationship that specifically needs to be honored yes, so you must understand so not every relationship needs to be honored I mean I'm your classmate so what fine we meet we chat we laugh if I don't see you for a year it's not a big deal hmm. yes, so it doesn't, but some relationships requires honoring. And it is important that we learn to honor those relationships because that relationship, the relationship thrives or does well, or we benefit from that. Let me say it this way. We benefit from that relationship when we learn to respect and honor that relationship. Amen. 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 Number one, number one honor relationship that I'll talk about. The number one relationship I'll talk about for today, which is very important, is the honor of God, the Father. The honoring of God the Father. First Samuel chapter 2, verse 30. Honoring God the Father. First, first, Samuel, first Samuel chapter 2, verse 30. First Samuel chapter 2, verse 30. Wherefore the Lord God of Israel saith, I said indeed that thy house and the house of thy father should walk before me forever. But now the Lord saith, Be it far from me, for them that honor me I will honor. And they that despise me shall be lightly esteemed. Amen. Yes, can you please read it again so I can explain the scripture to them again? First Samuel, what, first Samuel chapter thirty, verse, chapter two, verse thirty. Wherefore the Lord God of Israel saith, I said indeed that thy house and the house of thy father should walk before me forever. But now the Lord saith, Be it far from me. For them that honor me, I will honor, and they that despise me shall lightly shall be lightly esteemed. Amen. 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 And this was God's message to Eli. God is, is it, God is saying that I had I had in my mind a plan, a desire to establish your household, to establish your your, your family, to establish them. You understand that, that and make your throne forever. See, but now I've changed my mind because I only honor those who honor me. God said, I honor those who honor me. And despise those, and and, dis, and they that despise me, I like it. I, I just throw them away. So there's there's a certain real, uh, honor that God expects from us, and it is important that we honor God. We on it's very important that we honor God the Father, because God God told Eli, Eli was the priest. He said, "You, my plan was to establish you, make you fruitful, make your priestly lineage forever. But because you have despised me, you have you have not honored me. I also not honor you. Mm. So we have to." And let me tell you something. The Bible says that except the Lord watch, you watch in vain. Except the Lord build a house, you build in vain. If God does not, if, 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 if God does not build you for you or God does not help you, there's no hope for you. 
And mm. therefore, we have to learn to honor God. Because as for God, he says, if you don't respect me, I don't respect you. Another way of, another way of saying it, if you don't respect me, I don't respect you. That's what God says. If you respect me, you honor me, I'll honor you. But if you don't respect me, I also don't respect you. So it is a very, very important that we learn to honor God, the Father. Let us learn to honor God, the Father. You see, to honor something is to esteem the person, put the, pe- to, uh, or to, uh, to the person or the thing into another category. And God is saying that, honor me, honor me. Now, now in the case of Eli, in the case of Eli, let's look at Eli, who was the high priest. How did Eli dishonor God? You see, he was, he, uh, he, he, he was still preaching. He was still going to the temple. But why did God say he dishonored God? Eli dishonored. Eli dishonored God by not rebuking his children. Mm. Mm. His children were messing the, thing, the, the, the church. Oh. His children were just, the Bible said that they were eating the offering. They were sleeping in the woman of the church and Eli refused to rebuke them. Hopping all things. Sleeping, drinking, and Eli refused to rebuke them. Eli refused to correct them. Why am I saying this? You see, I'm saying this, which is very important, that sometimes the way we dishonor God is that we elevate our families above God. Mm. Yeah, that, that, that's how we dishonor God. I'm not saying don't love your family, but you, see, you can dishonor God when you elevate your family above God. It's true. Yeah. You, 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 you dishonor God when you elevate your marriage above God. Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy might, with all thy soul. Yeah. You, 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 you elevate your children above God. It's like, it's like God's work or God's instruction is at stake. But you would rather, you, you, you can elevate the, 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 the instruction of your child, your wife, your job above that of God. And God said, eh, ah. eh. Is that how you treat me? It's, it's, it's she, like Bishop was sharing today, so, sometimes she, it's, 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 there's nothing wrong in loving your wife, loving your children, loving your husband. But if the thing has become so like a God to the point that now because of your husband, you don't come to church. Because of your husband, you, your husband, you don't do choir rehearsal. Because of your husband, you don't pray. Everything about my husband, my husband, my husband. Who is more important? God or your husband? What? Mm. Hey, Ralph, what are you saying? Mm. My wife, my wife, my wife, my wife. Who is more important? So, sometimes, sometimes we drop the ball on God. Just because of our families. And, 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 and I tell you, God said in his word that I am a jealous God. So we, must come to, we must come to a place in our life whereby nothing can replace our love and honor for God. You know? I mean, in, in all fairness, in all fairness, you should be able to tell, I mean, for those of us who are married, in all fairness, you should be able to tell your spouse if you stay in something that is not, it's not helping your work with God, I know. With all due respect, I love you very much, but I cannot love you more than God. It's a good policy. Yeah. I love you, but I cannot love you more than God. And, 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 and invariably, you see, I, I'm saying the reverse. Invariably, when you love God very well, you say that you even love your relationship very well. Sometimes the reason why our, our relationships are even mulliganos or somewhere because we don't even love God well. But if you really, really love God well, I mean, if you, if you, if you, if, if you are a wife who loves God very well, why will you be angry that your husband stays in church too long? Mm. Think about it. Or if, you are, if you are, or if you are a wife who loves God, or if you are a husband who loves God and serves God well, why will you be so angry that your wife is serving in the house of God? Mm. Don't let, you see, 
that's what I say. If you honor me, I will honor you. If you despise me, I will despise you. You know, it's it's not about. See, and I'm talking. About, I'm, I'm very serious. You see, it's it's not about it's it's not about um what we do on the artwork, but what is in our heart. That's very important. That's very important. If you really really love God, you will find that some things. You see, you find that some sacrifices are not a problem if you honor me. And that's what God said. Look, if you honor me, I'll honor you. And what God honors you, the Bible says, if a man's wish pleases the Lord. He even causes his enemies to be as people to him. So we should, you see, we should avoid, I'm just talking about Eli, we should avoid the mistake of Eli, whereby we let our personal relationships and our family higher than God. And yes, you, 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 I mean, you are related to the person or you are married to the person and the person is obviously criticizing the church, doing something that is wrong. You should be able to say that with all due respect, I don't, I think what you are saying about this church is wrong. Just, just the church. Just respect God. Honor him. God said, if you honor me, I will honor you. How do we honor God? We honor God by even the way we behave in his house. Like, like, you honor God by the way you even behave in God's house. How do we honor By the way you behave in God's house. Yeah. I mean, if, if you really respect God, if you really respect God and you're in God's house, when worship is going on, you'll not be sending a text message. Mm, preaching. Hmm? When worship is going on, you'll not be sending a text message if you really honor God. Do you hear me? Yes. If you honor God, I mean, we are worshiping God, and you are sending this message, you are, check, you are checking your messages in church. I mean, if you were talking to Donald Trump, and you were in the White House talking to him, and as he's talking to you, will you be looking at your phone and sending text messages? Hmm. I'm talking about God. You see, that is, why, that is why sometimes we must learn a lot from the Orthodox churches. Like, look, they have a certain reverence even for the house of God. The father is his church. They don't even eat, and they don't eat there. So a certain reverence for God's house. If you honor God, if, if, you, if you really honor God, like even as I'm doing the Zoom service, I mean, we are in church. We are in church. So if you really see as church and you are honoring God, you, should, you will not be cooking on the side. It's like you are listening to the message, but you are cooking on the side. <laughs> mercy. 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 You are cleaning your little side, like you are multitasking. Can you, can you multitask in the presence of Donald Trump? See, this, 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 I'm talking about honoring God. Just, just, just have, have a certain respect and regard for God. Yeah, that's honoring him. And we have to learn to, you see, you have to come to a place whereby anything, anything related with God, you give it a certain reverence. I mean, um, when I came initially, I used to go to a church. Uh, there was a big church I used to go to somewhere in Jersey before, before Lighthouse started in America. And now I, I was... Uh, I found one, I, I made one observation that I found very interesting. I, I found that there was this, a couple of ashes. Every time they would be smoking on the car park. You understand? These are, they were ashes, so they were ashes in the church and they were smoking in the car park. But as soon as you come in, they are ashes. When they get there, they, they stop smoking. And even though it looks fine, I said, at least they respected God's house. They will smoke outside, but they will not bring the smoke inside. <laughs> so honoring is very important. You honor God by your substance. You see, the Bible says, honor the Lord. Another way you honor God is by your substance, your giving. Honor the Lord with your substance, and with the first fruit of thy increase. That's how you honor God. You know? Um, bring in the first and the best and the tithes. Let me tell us, let's be honest with ourselves. If you honor God, if you honor God, and God says brings in the tithe, which you and I know is a tenth. When God gives you a hundred dollars, you will not lie to God by bringing in a hundred, a tenth of a hundred dollars is uh, ten dollars. You will not put six dollars in the offering. In, in the envelope and call it tight. I mean, who, who are you deceiving? Mm. If you honor God, if you respect God and you know that all things are naked before God, 
So if God gives you $200, either you are bringing $20 to him as tithe, or you are bringing $18 to him as offering. But when you say tithe, then honor him. <laughs> That's what God is asking us. You know, look, God is wonderful. And we need to honor him. This morning, as Bishop was preaching, you know, I hope most some of us watch it. You see, to love God, eh, let's look at that verse. First John 3 16. First John 3 16. First John, John chapter 3, verse 16. Yes. Hereby perceive we the love of we the love of God, because he laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. Amen. Say, hereby perceive we the love of God. This is how we know God's love. This is how we know. Hereby pursue we the love of God. This is how we know God. Because he laid down his life for us. That's how we know. That's how we know. So we ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. It says, says, how do you know somebody loves God? Or or somebody has the love of God? One of the things that points that somebody has the love of God in him is that the person is willing to lay down his life for the brethren. Hereby. 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 This is how we know. Your willingness to lay down your heart your life for the brethren. This is what points to us that you know you love God. Hereby know we. How do we know the love of God? You say you love God? You say you lift up your hands, you worship, you love God? You love God, but when was the last time you laid down your life for the brethren? Yes, Lord. You see, and here, and here the brethren does not, the brethren, you and I know that the brethren here does not refer to your biological brother or sister. You know that. You and I know that the brethren here does not refer to your mother, or your cousin, or your brother. That's not what it means. The brethren here refers to fellow Christians. The brethren here refers to fellow believers. And the Bible says that the evidence that God's love is in us is when we begin to care for our fellow Christians, the brethren. Lay down your life for the brethren. When was the last time you had, you, you, when was the last time you helped another brother? Hmm. When was the last time you, 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 you sacrificed? You see, our whole world is about ourselves. Our whole world is about ourselves. See, but when everything's about you, then the love of God is not in you. Then the honoring of God is not in you. When was the last time you spent some extra minutes visiting somebody, talking to somebody, caring for somebody? I mean, it's, 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 when everything you do, you do it for a selfish gain, then the love of God is not in you. The brethren, you see, I mean, caring for your nuclear family is natural. Even goats do that. Goats do that. Sheep do that. Cows do that. Anything that came out of you, caring for it is natural, but to care for something that is outside, that did not come from you. That's, that, that, that's the love of God I'm talking about. Here we buy more. So, 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 when was the last time you, 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 you checked on somebody, you gave somebody something because he's a brother, because he's a sister. You know, yes, you went to work, you are very tired, you have some things to do, but you know that a brother is in need or a brother has a problem. So even though you have things to do, you are tired, you drove by to go and spend some time to visit the person, talk to the person, comfort the person, and even give the person something. Hereby. See, and, and I'm telling you, this thing say, they are not natural. Like that Bishop is saying, they are not natural. Because the natural, thing, the natural thing is to care for your own. So to care outside your own, it takes something supernatural. It is the spirit of God. That is what God gives to you. So that you can care for somebody. Then when you go that route, then the love of God is in you. Mm. And what is even sad? What is even sad? What is even sad that some of you, you won't do. Some of you, you won't do. You, you don't have the love of God to care for somebody. That is, that is your, which, which, which is, you. but what is even sad is that, though you will not do, when your spouse does it, you get angry. Mm. 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 Preaching. Preaching. You won't do. Preaching. 
You are you won't do. You won't care for anybody. You are so selfish, you won't care for anybody. But when the person you are related to, whether it be your wife or your husband, has the love of God and is still caring for another brother, then you get angry too. What? Boy, boy. There's a boy factor. Oh you, you won't do. Mm. But you are angry at those who do. <laughs> Look, let's honor God. Let's love him. The care for the brethren. The care. Are you willing to drive for extra mile because a brother is in need or a sister is in need? Yeah. Are you willing to open your door, your door, your door? You see, you see when we lay down our lives, yes, yes, you have two bedrooms. And I'm, I'm, I'm very keen on this. You have two bedrooms, yes. Your, 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 your children are in one, your wife is in one. But a brother has been thrown out, due to no fault on circumstances. Are you even willing to open the, your door so that the person can even get a place to sleep in your sofa? If your, hus if, if your husband says, yes, let the person come, you see the wife say, indeed. In this house, no, not today, not tomorrow. Mm. Indeed, not today, not tomorrow. It, it, it reflects a certain lack, a certain, a certain absence of the love of God in us. It's a hereby. This is the evidence that we know that He laid down. So, so we ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. So, when you, when that love is in you, you see that, like Bishop was preaching, and I really love the message. You see, when, when that love is in you, you see that you have a certain care for people who are not even your own. You are interested in, they are passing their exams, they are doing well in school, they are doing well in their marriage. They, they are not related to you, but you are interested in their well-being. That's the love of God. That is the honor that God deserves. And I tell you, when you, God said, if you honor me, I will honor you. Once you spread your heart abroad and you love God, and God will love you. That is why that is why you find that when you get into that stage, there are a lot of things that you don't have to pray for God to give it to you because God knows that this guy he loves me. Mm. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Amen. Amen. So so it's an honor relationship. Let's love God. God the Father. God the Father. Let's honor him. Of course, today is Mother's Day. So I'll talk about another honor relationship that you need to honor. Okay? Number one is honoring God. Then next relationship I will talk about today because today is Mother's Day. Is to the honor of parents. Mm. Mm. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 1. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 1. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Oh, oh, we even go further. It says, children, we'll continue. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. That's that's all. There's no but, there's no if. What if? What if? What my Look, there's no but and if. Mm. This is right. The answer is this is right. My mm. rev, what if? What it's not what but no. This is right. It means obedience to your parent is right. Continue. Honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise, that it may be well with thee, and thou mayest live long on earth. Amen. Please. It says, honor your father and your mother. Honor your dad and your mom which is the first commandment with a promise. Honor. Honor your father and your mother, which is the first commandment. And I'm talking about it because today is Mother's Day. Honor your father and your mother, which is the first commandment with a promise that it may be well. See, the, the first one I thought about honoring God because God holds your life. God holds your breath. If God says you are in, you are in. When God says you are out, you are out. This one, he says that for it to be well with you, well, you, you for it to be well with you, you have to honor your father and your mother. Honor. So that it to be well with you. It is as simple as that. It means that the reverse is true. If you dishonor your mom, if you disregard, if you disregard your mom, if you don't obey your mom, 
if you, I mean, I once had the, I, I, I once had a young guy who was angry with his mother and I was talking to him and in front of me, he said, that bitch, he called his mother a bitch in front of me. Hey. <laughs> Why? I said, what? He said, Red, Red, you don't know that bitch. Mm. I said, if the woman who gave birth to you, I said, I, I, I said, I, I told him that sheep give birth to sheep. God give birth to God. So if it's a bitch, then you are a bitchless. Word, a word, a word. I said, if she's a bitch, then you are a bitchless. <laughs> Because a bitch gives birth to a bitchlet. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you call your mother a bitch? Okay. I said, then, then you are a bitchlet. Mm. Yeah. It's a word. It's a word, bitchlet. The yes. So you call, you call your mama a bitch, you are a bitchlet. Preaching. Mm. <laughs> so How dare you? Honor, honor, honor your father and your mother. You know, and listen, how do you honor somebody? Okay, how do you honor somebody? You, you honor simply by you honor simply by what you do and what you say. That's right. That's how you honor somebody. Actions. Actions. What you do and what you say. That's honor. In Psalm 71, verse 8. In Psalm 71, verse 8. Let's look at Psalm 71, verse 8. Psalm 71, verse 8. Let my mouth be filled with thy praise and with thy honor all the day. Let my mouth be filled with thy praise and with thy honor all the day. My mouth, my mouth, my mouth. You can't say, you see, you say, let my mouth be filled with thy praise and thy honor all day. So you honor by both what you do and what you say. What you do is honor the Lord with your substance. But what you say is also important. So you can't say that you are honoring your mother, you are honoring your pastor, your listen, when you don't say good things about the person. Mm. Let my mouth be filled with thy praise and with thy honor all day. Yes. So it's time for us to honor. You honor by what you do and what you say. What you do. Obey God. Obey your parents. Honor. Honor. You know, I just want to talk about this honoring thing, especially on Mother's Day. You know, your mom, your mom gave birth to you. I mean, I can see why this, this particular commandment comes to the case. Because, you see, it means that your existence on earth, you and I, our existence on earth, is because of your mother. Without your mother, you will not exist. Mm. Without your father, you will not exist. And like somebody said, one parent that you are sure you are related to is your mother. Your father, it depends on what your mother says. <laughs> <laughs> your mom, you came through her legs. <laughs> <laughs> so that one we are sure. <laughs> is somebody hearing me? We're here. So let us learn to honor by what we say and what we do. It, 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 it's a blessing. So I want to say that, look, as we celebrate Mother's Day and we talk about honor relationship, there's more I can talk about. Honoring God, honoring, honoring a man of God, honoring a pastor. Today, also, let's honor God. Let's also honor, 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 honor parents, fathers and mothers. Honor them, honor them, honor them, honor them, honor them, honor them. See, it does not mean that, you see, it does not mean that you will not be provoked in the relationship. Sometimes you'll be provoked because, you see, this guy who was, this guy who, who, who was so angry with his mother, I mean, truth, I'm truth be told, what the mother had done was very some way. Seriously. What the mother had done was very some way. That woman was very some way. So I can, I can see why the guy was hurt. But still. But still. But still. It does not give you the right. You still have to honor. Because for it to be well with you, you must learn to honor what you say. What you do. What you say. What you do. 
what you and I do and what we say is very, very important in honoring relationship, especially, especially what you say in the person's absence. Mm, that one. Because what you, as in his presence, you say nice things. Oh, yes. But when the person is not there, what do you say? Hello. So we need to honor because our blessing, our doing well, our going forward is dependent on how we honor, especially to honor God, to love God. You know, it must come to a point in your work with God where you say that, look, all that I want to do is to be right with God. Once you are right with God, I mean, excuse my language, to hell with everybody, but make sure you are right with God. <laughs> make sure that you are right with God. That's the most important thing. And usually, usually, you see, usually, when you are right with God, you'll be, you, you will be right with the Christian, with the brethren. I'm telling you, if you are right with God, anybody who loves God and says God, you'll find that you naturally will be drawn to the Christian. If it, you see, once you are right with God, the only person you will not be right with is the devil. Because you see, when we read, when, when we, the, the verse that we read, 1 John 3, 16, when you go down, maybe I'll show you, you can see that the next is a love not the world. Because anybody who's right with God will not love the world. Once you love God, to a certain degree, you find that you will love the things of God, you will love the church of God, you will love those who, the, the brethren, the people in the church. You see, it, it just becomes natural. You see that you will love your parents, you obey them, it becomes natural. So the love of God is number one, so important because everything else flows. So sometimes the problem is, the problem is not the people around us, it's, it's our love for God that is lacking. But I pray that on this matters, they will love God. Amen. Amen. We will love him. We will honor him. And as we honor him, you see, listen, listen, when you honor God, you will obey him. And God, God's commandment is that honor your father and your mother. You see, honoring your father and your mother is, on, is in obedience to God's way. And once you love God well, you will obey. Yeah. So let us love and honor. So what I'm saying to all of us is that some relationship deserves to be honored with your parents, with, with my parents, with my mom, with my dad. So, mothers, we honor you, we bless you, we thank you for all you do. Yes, yeah, sometimes we, we have not been the perfect children. Now, I'm speaking on behalf of all the children. We have not been the perfect, perfect children, but in spite of our mistakes, we will never trade you for anybody else. Yeah. God bless you. Happy Mother's Day. God bless you, Rev. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Are we blessed? Yeah, powerfully. I, I know what the pastor is around. What he wants to say. Okay. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's bow down our head and let me share, share a word of prayer. Father, we thank you for this afternoon. We thank you for a time in your presence. Father, I pray for each and everyone here as we have heard your word on this special day. We pray that sometimes we have made mistakes. Sometimes we have not loved you the way we want to love you. But Father, teach us to love you. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we have not loved our Parents, that we have to love them. Teach us to love them. Father, help us to love, to honor those we need to honor. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen. Now, if you are here, you are not born again. You are not a Christian. You have not given your life to Jesus Christ. The Bible says, what shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his soul? Before I leave this place, I want to make sure that you give your life to Christ. Because what shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world? The times that we're living, the seasons that we're living, we need the grace of God. So if you are not born again, if you are not a Christian, with every head bowed and every eye closed, I want to give you an opportunity to give your life to Christ. So wherever you are, please say this prayer after me. Heavenly Father, 
Heavenly Father. This afternoon. This afternoon. I surrender my life. I surrender my life. I, I, I acknowledge. I acknowledge. That I'm a sinner. That I'm a sinner. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. And save me. And save me. I want to be a child of God. I want to be a child of God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. If you pray this prayer for the first time, it's very serious. Look, we need Christ. You and I need God. Without God, we are nothing. So if you pray this prayer for the first time, please, there's a number on the screen. I want you to, I want you to test that number. And by the grace of God, we will get in touch with you. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. We hope you've been blessed. Feel free to join any of our services. Contact us at qfcannouncements at gmail.com. That's qfcannouncements at gmail.com.